Welcome to Through the Lens of Christ, a podcast designed to have conversation about things that are happening in culture, questions that we may have theologically, um, and other questions that impact our day in and day out lives. Our desire is to be able to build these conversations and to be able to get us to critically think, not just about the events that are happening, but how do we see these events through the lens of Christ. I hope you enjoy the conversation, and I hope it helps you to critically think through issues in our lives. All right, Steve, we are back, and we are going to be on uh, episode two of this however long series in hypocrisy. How are yes. you doing, Steve? I'm doing fine. I felt like the first you know, 20 minutes we spent talking, I didn't feel that organized. I, I was, we were struggling, or I was struggling on kind of trying to communicate this. But let's see how we do but this is, next week. Is that a commitment to being more organized in this one? I'm afraid to right. say. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's you, you know people can judge between episodes on how disorganized we really are. Yes, no, that's okay. Quite fair. Uh, so we talked about a lot in the last episode. If um, you remember the last episode, we're talking about hypocrisy and and about how um, we at our core, and I say we at our core, meaning meaning people, fallen, broken people, um, are at our very core hypocritical, and that everything that we do is driven towards response. Um, you talked, I don't remember if it was in between episodes or not, but talking about how we all desire feedback, we crave feedback, and there's uh, two types of feedback, right? There's one that says, well, I want to be better performatively. I want to show you more of what I can do. And there's another that says, I just want to be more effective in what I'm doing. And if what we're doing is just trying to impress somebody else and be more effective at that is more performance. If what we're doing is actually trying to show the light of Christ, then we should desire feedback on how we do that more effectively. Yes. So our, our point isn't that we shouldn't try to impress anyone. We're trying to impress God, and we're trying to impress on others the truth of Christ. And so we desire to be glorifying and edifying and all of those things, but we're not trying to build personal accolades from people that draw glory to us. Yeah, we should try to impress them with the things that are most impressive. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. our which is not ourself, right? Because we know ourselves to be the worst sinner that we know. Yes. So, so we know ourselves to be that, and to draw attention to ourselves in some false way is what hypocrisy is. We are, we are deep, as you mentioned, I think in the last podcast episode, depraved. We are we are a mess inside, and we're that way because of our fallen nature, because of Adam's sin and our own compounding that. And so, to show off something that we're not and draw someone to ourself into that corruption. Is, is hateful and it's hypocritical. Yes. Yes. Well said. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And so when we talk about hypocrisy, and so we say hypocrisy is bad. It is bad. We shouldn't. And we are bad. We shouldn't do it. Right. Right. Yeah. And so we, we should not do that. So how, how do we not do that? If, if the point of being hypocritical is that we're trying hard to do something, then how do we not be hypocritical by not trying hard to do something? It yeah. seems like a bit of a conundrum. It is a, it is a conundrum. I think one, th- one thing to realize is we will always be, criti- be hypocritical um, if we're not believers in Christ. If we're lost, it's, it's a constant so we'll always be hypocritical there. As believers, we're always going to be hypocritical too 
But there will be a point in time, can imagine this, this is jumping way ahead of the game though, when we're in heaven, in heaven and there is no hypocrisy. Yes. None. Yes. Everything is clear and crisp yep. and we can understand it all. So I, I think part of... Can I just of, jump back one second? So, you said, so the difference between the two, a believer, non-believer, is really that, because you, you said it earlier, we should, I forget exactly how you phrased it, but we should be pointing to people to the thing that is of most value, yes. to the thing that is of most worth. And if I'm not a believer, the thing that is of most value is me. It all it just comes back to right. me or my judgment of something, which is really me too. Yes, you're you're right. Yep. So that's and that's disingenuous and that's harmful and it's actually hateful. So we don't want to hate people. We want mm-hmm. to you know even if it feels good to hate, you know, be hateful if they love us. That's not good. We mm-hmm. want to love people and that and that's what Christians do. They're yes. marked by love. So so one one before we even get too much into well how do we get rid of it? I mean the first thing is God has to save us. You know, he has to save us. And when he does, uh, we find out that God loves us. And we find out that God doesn't love us in, a same, in the same way that we love. So loves are different. This is where, you know, talking to people that are about to be married or dating or whatever, and, and they're, they're unequally yoked, there's, I, I, or they're both unbelievers, I can safely say they have no idea what real love is. Not even a clue, because it's completely performative in some fashion, um, or it's complementary in a horizontal level, not a vertical level, and that's got nothing to do with God's love. So, so God, when God, when God loves us, He chooses us when we're enemies, we're fighting back against Him, and we hate Him, and we're rebelling against Him in a lot, in a lot of different ways. All of them, one hundred percent on it, just just rebelling against Him, and yet He chooses us anyway. And based on our performance, no. I mean, we're all performing the same way, awfully. And so, so he he chooses us not based on our performance. He just chooses us because he chooses us. Uh, he loves us because he loves us. And and if we can be secure in that kind of love, this this love that doesn't require performance, that is the way we should be. And it's the way we should be as as believers on a horizontal level too husbands and wives we should we should strive to eliminate hypocrisy and love each other without performing for one another so when i'm dating my wife or when i'm when i'm married as she is my wife i shouldn't be doing things to get her to do things for me that's manipulation it's hypocrisy and it's not right or she shouldn't be trying to extract things out of me i mean she she should be considering she should be considering the the log that's in her own eye and I should the same way before I take the speck out of my wife or husband's eye. I need to focus on myself, who I am, and that's going to be what actually changes people. What we tend to do, man, I'm getting ahead and probably going down too many rabbit trails all at once. What What we tend to do with our spouses, we try to change them. We figure out who we are. We think about what we need, independent of God, and we say, I'm going to do these things for you so that you'll do something for me and be made in what? My image or be the wife that I would design and create? No, no, no. That's not that's not good. Nor is that kind of a change um a change that's permanent or right or or holy. I'll yeah. be quiet now because I know I said a lot of things. I got so many thoughts. I'm so sorry. I don't even I I okay, so I'm I'm going to stick with where you ended, which is on the okay. marriage theme. Yeah, go. Um but uh but yes, I would say practically speaking when I'm doing marriage counseling with people, the number one thing I get is exactly what you're talking about, which is that somebody is willing to they'll go to any length 
as long as I can commit to them that if they do these things, it will fix their spouse. Exactly. Right? And it's it's constantly the question I always get. So you're saying if I do this, they'll be better. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm saying you need to do this because scripturally and spiritually, are you a believer or not? First, right, right, right. right. Let's, let's pray they're right? both believers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So if you're if you're a believer, then this is what we're being led into, and it has nothing to do with the other person. I just sat with somebody the other day who's like, I've I've done and listed. 18 things. I've done this, 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 this. And this person has not done what you said. I said, I never said they'd do anything. I don't have any idea what they're going to do. I'm just telling you that this is who you've been called to be in Christ. And how about you start doing that? And then I think you'll be surprised. Now, you don't get to control that other person. You don't get to control their response. Mm -hmm. But I do know that Paul told us that when we live the way that we're called to live, Really interesting things happen to people around us because yeah. we're we're being genuine. We're not being hypocritical. I'm not trying to change me to change them. I'm changing me because Christ has changed me already. He's already done some amazing work in me. I just need to to fight through that sin nature versus the the nature of Christ in me. And how do I, yes, how do I make better choices? How do I continue to desire to glorify him? But it's really letting out what's already been done. That's exactly right. So if, if I'm if I'm to change if I'm to change my spouse, that change is not going to be a good change. And it's going to be it's it's again, it's manipulation. So so and and just to make sure I I think you said this a little differently, but yeah. but we the change we're looking for is the change that God rots in us. He yeah. He does it in us. We don't change ourselves. We when we're changed by Him, we're able to live out our life, no matter what happens to other what other what other people do, including our spouse. Yeah. We're able to live out our life in in faith, in happiness, in joy, because the change has been wrought by God in us, yeah. and we are comfortable in that particular situation. And here's why: if if I'm trying to change my wife so that she'll be more like what I want her to be, and even if I think it'll make her happy, um, I'm still placing my confidence and trust in her. I, I'm tying my, my self-esteem, my self-worth to her. If, if I've already got a self-worth that's de- defined by God that's non-performative, he owns me, bought me, adopted me, no matter what I do as a believer, I can move out of that area in confidence in every area of life. I don't have to be approved by others or I don't have to have an influence over others and for that to make me a worthy person or for that to be a, a, a definition of how I love or am loved. I'm already loved by God. Well, <laughs> if God loves me, what does it matter what happens? Right. As long as I'm enjoying him and, and he, I'm, I'm doing what he wants me to do out of the pleasure of my heart that he's put in me and he's changing me in a permanent way, I can survive anything, anything this world throws at me. And and those things, while we know them to be true, right, at the mm-hmm. point of salvation, we talked about this uh, at a series ago, we talked about the idea of salvation, justification, this point of salvation. We know that at that point, we've been saved. We know at that point, we have assurance. And if it's a genuine saving faith, we know that. Yes. But yet we've got to be taught that the rest of our lives. And Paul talks about how he uses constant references to being like an athlete in training and trying to, to not, and this, this is where things become a little challenging because we talk about our effort, 
right? Mm-hmm. And what Paul's talking about is not our effort to be saved and not even our effort to be changed, but our effort to diminish self and increase Christ. And that's the battle. That is. It's, is not that I'm, I'm trying to make better choices and decisions, not so that I can be a better person. He's already perfected me inside. I just need to allow that to actually be the thing I choose all the time. And so that that's the the fight and the battle. And even in, in hypocrisy, that's why as believers we're hypocritical is because we haven't lost all of that. Right. And we're fighting through it. So, so, the, so the way to fight through that is not to just to gin up the willpower and to do it. It's actually to focus away from ourself and on to Christ. Mm-hmm. If, Christ if, if Christ is all that we say he is, if he's all that the Bible says he is, then he's the one to focus on. And in doing so, he responds. The Spirit responds with, uh, the Spirit shows us Christ, and, and then we're responded to with grace that comes through the Spirit from Christ through faith that changes us and makes us a new person and a different person in an incremental way as we're, as we're sanctified. Then we're able to move out from there to love other people. We can't gin it up ourselves. Um, it has to be that we have to be saved first. The conduit of faith is opened up uh, by, for grace to flow in. We're changed. We move out from there. So, so <laughs> it, it's, super, it's super crazy to think about this stuff. So, so God loves us so much that he, we can't perform for him in any way, and we're so totally secure. Then we move out, and we do just the opposite. We say, in order for you to love, you know, for me to love you, you have to do these certain things. Or for you to love me, you have to make me do certain things. And we, we have a break there. I'm convinced there's no break there. We are to love others just like God loved us. So if we do that, and we should, we should teach our kids that way too. That's a whole other rabbit trail. <laughs> we teach our kids the opposite of that. We say, perform, 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 and you'll get our treat. You'll get our affection. Right. You'll get um, whatever. Right. Or, you, or you'll get to have a better job. Or right. you'll be able to um, speak better in public. Whatever it is. Um, it's all performance-based. So we're trained that way by our culture. We reflect that in the way we do a lot of other things. And we bifurcate our lives away from God um, in, in the way we understand love. It's 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 terrible. Yeah. Well, and do you think some of that's from the fact that we just don't trust them that we have? Right. We we, we trust ha- ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I may have a relationship with Christ, but it's still on me. I've got to raise my kids the right way. And, I, and, it, and you know, some people say, well, then you're taking yourself off the hook. I'm not taking myself off the hook at all. I've got a responsibility. But when I'm talking about raising them well. What does that mean, right? How do we define all of those aspects, not through a cultural lens, but through the lens of Christ, right? How do we start to actually take hold of those? Paul says, take every thought captive. How do we say, I need to raise my kids well? I should probably sit down and figure out what well means. I should probably try to figure out Christ desires that. Now, is it good for them to have a good education? Is it good for them to to work for good grades? Is it good? Sure, all those things are fine and well, right? I'm not encouraging people to not do that. But our first thought should be, I want you to know who Christ is. I want you to understand what he's done for you already. I I want you to understand what God is doing in you. And now how does everything else flow from that? When we talk about, I, I don't want to be hypocritical anymore. Well, again, we're trying to will ourselves to make a change so that I can prove to somebody that I'm not hypocritical, mm-hmm. that we've done a podcast on this so that when the next 
people that see us say, I listen to that and I'm not hypocritical anymore and I want to prove it to you. You've missed the point, right? And so the point isn't that I can just try to not be hypocritical. The point is that God is in no way hypocritical. And if he has indwelled us, then we have it within us to not be hypocritical anymore if we're following after him. Right. So how do I fight that battle to follow after him and everything? Right. So, so, so those are the things are the spiritual disciplines being in the word and in prayer. And, and when we can talk about that, one thing I was going to mention that goes along with what you were saying, I think is we are called to be truth seekers and truth tellers, which means the first thing I've got to figure out is who I am. Who am I and, and, and am I deluded and, and what, what kind of truth is in me? And when we actually start looking at that, especially in the light of Scripture, we say, there isn't any truth in me. And I am a, and I am a mess. And I'm a mess of hypocrisy. I'm conflicted in all ways. And, and we find out that the only way, only thing that's not hypocritical, that's not conflicted, is God and his, and his world. So, so, the, so God is the truth. God is where we have this foundation of truth, and we're to be truth tellers to our children and to our spouses. So we're we're to be we're to be talking in in relative terms. What we tend to do is pick on somebody else, like usually our spouse, and we let them know all the things they've done wrong. Well, if we know ourselves in any way at all, we realize that we've done way more wrong than we know that they've done wrong because we know ourselves better than anybody else. So why aren't we picking on ourselves? So this is the take the log out of your own eye and before you take the speck out of someone else's eye because we like to just pick at our wives' eyes yeah. and, and we're the ones beating them on the head with the plank that's sticking okay. out of our head every time we turn our... <laughs> Turn to right. look one way or the other. Right. We're whacking them. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, we're to be truth tellers. Same with our kids. Um, you know, when we talk about what's going on in their life with their schooling and all that, the truth is not just that they need to perform well so they can get good grades, so they can go on to get a good job and be successful. The truth is Jesus Christ means everything to us. Mm-hmm. Therefore, what we're trying to do is find ways of glorifying him, and we're to glorify him with our mind and our will, our emotions and our actions, and that includes your schooling so that you can do that well. That's what we want to do well. Promote right. Jesus because he's worthy of promotion and not promote ourselves because we're not. Yeah. I mean, can you get bad grades? Can you have a bad salary? Can you have a oh, yeah, low yeah. income and still be what God called you to be. Oh man, can you ever? Right. The older I get, the more that's that's <laughs> yes. so true. Yeah, and yeah. I think, and again, it goes back to your we're performing for people. When when you meet somebody new, the normal thing is where do you live? What do you do? What it's all the things that define us culturally, and so we want to know those things so then we can start to build an image of who I'm talking to. Right, they're doing the same thing. Yes, it's, it's a total charade. Yes, the worst is when you're dating. It's the worst, right? Yeah. The, 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 the fluffiness goes up on both sides, and all the feathers are out on both sides. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And it's, and it's yeah. all falseness yes. um, yep. because, because you don't just go up to somebody that you, you think you might find um, you're attracted to and say, let me tell you about who I really am. <laughs> let me show you all these horrible warts <laughs> right. and let me show you. Yes. Right, yep. because they might just almost surely will just run away because this is the way the world is. Yes. Um, a yep. Christian shouldn't be that way. Yep. Yeah, I was a, a rabbit trail, but I was reading something the other day from um, somebody who was on some dating website, and as a Christian, they, um, you know, 
found a match or whatever. And so the the guy said to the woman, I just want to let you know that I'm a Christian. And so from a, I know a lot of these dating sites are physically oriented. And I just want to let you know that's not what I'm here for. And I'm not interested in that. And that's not going to happen until marriage. And she responded back, just, why would you waste my time? Why are you, right? And it's, so once you let out kind of who you are, it's that like, no, I want you to lie to me. That's what right. I want you to do. Right. <laughs> but yeah, even so, it's it's so difficult. So motives are so difficult. Why am I telling people that I'm a Christian up front? It's still, it's still a me-focused thing, even sure. that. Sure. It's so difficult. So so it's, I don't know. I've, if we've got to look outside of ourselves and ask questions of people and learn and be able to understand so that we can in, so that we can respond and be in part of their life um, in, yeah. in truth and in a way that doesn't show ourselves off, that shows off Christ. Um, we're, we, I mean, we can be hypocritical in our humility, showing people that I'm a very pious person, right? I don't want to be out in front of the stage. I don't want to be up on stage. I don't want to be in the yeah. spotlight. Even right. that is a hypocritical yeah. thing for someone that's trying to show people yes. that they really want to be in the corner somewhere. Right. So right. I, I, we can outthink this thing to death. <laughs> but but the real deal is when we reach the point of self-forgetfulness and the actions and the effect of our behavior is loving, yeah. we know that something good is happening and Jesus is working in our hearts, Spirit's working in us. Yeah, and it, and it goes back to being honest with ourselves and being humble enough to admit that I'm hypocritical. Yes. And not to say I don't, I'm not. Right. But to say that I am, I am. And how am I is the question, not am I or not. Yes. Uh, David said himself, like, I don't know me as well as you know me, God. I need you to look in my heart. I need you to tell me if there's any unclean thing in here because I will look past it all day long. Right. And it's about humility and being willing to, to be God honoring and put him first and see ourselves as far last compared to others. Do we desire Jesus's approval over all other approvals? Yes. Well, thank you again, Steve. Thank you, Adam.